0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. We are now going to be talking about chapter 27. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 27 in the book of Proverbs. Let me just get to it real quickly. All right. All right. Getting there, getting there, y'all. Um, just want to say that this has been very exciting and enlightening for me, um, as I hope it has been for you too, in some way, shape or form, even if it's just putting a little bit of application to even just one scripture um, through this book so far. All right, so again, um, first we're going to pray. Like always, I'm sure y'all know the routine by now. And then we're going to get into reading the actual passage. So, dear Father God, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Um, it just seems like we can't say that enough. I mean, it sounds like a broken record at this point, but. We can never give too much thanks to you, dear Father God. We can never be thankful enough for everything that you've done for us and how you've been providing for us and helping us and guiding us through your scripture, you know, in the direction that we should go. You know, how to take on and properly apply your wisdom. And and what I love about this book of Proverbs and the whole study of it is that you give us sound instruction, Father God, on what to do when we come across certain situations or when people might approach us in certain ways or when certain people are just certain ways that bring strife and destruction and contentions and dissensions. And you just tell us what to do and how to meet and talk to a scoffer or a mocker of you and your word in the precious name of Jesus. We can't thank you enough for this instruction truly is invaluable. Meaning that no price can be placed upon it. And we truly just feel in the depths of our heart to Father God that just like you said, just like you've already told us, man, we cannot put a price on it and it is worth more than silver and gold. Well, we love you. We thank you. And just continue to mold us to walk in your direction for our lives and to make sure that we know that keeping a relationship with you, is first and foremost above all and anything on this earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Chapter 27, starting at verse 1. Let's go. It says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than both of them. Wrath is cruel and anger is torrent, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. A satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from its nest is a man who wanders from his place. Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. My son, be wise, and make my heart glad that I may answer him who reproaches me. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. Take the garment of him who is surety for a stranger and hold it in pledge when he, when he is surety for a seductress. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it will be counted a curse to him. A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit, so he who waits on his master will be honored. As in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, and a man is valued by what others say of him. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with crushed grain, yet his foolishness will not depart from him. Be diligent to know that the state of your oh, be diligent to know the state of your flocks, and attend to your herds, for riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. When the hay is removed, and the tender grass shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, the lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the pride of a field you shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household and the nourishment of your maidservants. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. All right. So um, I found it very interesting. Um, Something that jumped out at me right away off the top was verse one. And it says, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring forth. So uh, again, pretty self-explanatory, but Be careful in um, boasting about what you feel you're going to accomplish or you might accomplish because this has happened to plenty of people before where they're bragging about something or something that they predict is going to happen. They're like, oh, yeah, 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 I got this, I got this, this is going to happen. Oh, it's going to be good, it's going to be easy, a cakewalk, this, that, and the other. And then whatever they're talking about, it falls through. A deal falls through, or their predictions were wrong, or um, they might have got sick that morning so they couldn't, you know, finalize and finish a document that they told their supervisor they would finish and knock out the park. So, you know, we it's hard because we just live in a society in which we very often talk about, oh, tomorrow I'll do it or or this or tomorrow I'll, I'll have it awarded or, or I'll have it done or um, I'm going to run this race tomorrow. And yes, we do have to set dates. We do have to plan, um, and it's good to do so, so that we can be prepared for things that are going to come up, but um, to boast about it is another thing, so we need to just make sure that whatever it is we're talking about, that we still pray to the Lord about it and give thanks to Him, especially if we wake up that morning. Just thank Him for waking up, and it's something that we so easily look over, but it's something that has to be done. Verse 2. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. So don't lift yourself up on a pedestal. Um, again, that goes back to being arrogant and prideful, having your chest puffed out. You got to be very careful and mindful not to do that and to stay away um, from from doing that. And some of us have already created a habit of it. So just pray to the Lord, ask that um, the Holy Spirit help you in um, taking that away, not, not having you to be... Um, Compass in your own right. Um, Verse fifteen. I just want to bring this up again. It talks about a contentious woman Uh, again. Like just the book of Proverbs alone is so serious about this. It says the continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. So a continual dripping on a rainy day, like if there was a a leak in your in your house or at work, what do we usually say about that leak? It's annoying. It's annoying because you hate hearing the drip and it's getting on your nerves you have to get a bucket and put the bucket under it and so (laughs) just like a drip would get on your nerves it's saying um a contentious a contentious woman is very similar it's just alike so um again we bring up the contentious woman oh man that must be very important I think I believe what it's really saying is that And and I don't know if this is like very gender specific because I kind of don't feel that it is. It's just that it keeps bringing up the woman more so than the man. The man was only brought up once about being contentious, but for a woman, it may be of a greater dishonor in the eyes of God, possibly to constantly stir up strife in, um, the, especially in the home of believers, um, But it's something about a woman that consistently brings strife amongst a household that is extremely displeasing to God. That I am clear about. Um, It doesn't really go into detail about why it's so displeasing or what is so displeasing to him about it that um, may cause you to lose some of your blessings that he wants to bestow upon you. But this is like the fifth or sixth time now, just in the book of Proverbs, that this has been brought up. So when I see something like that specifically, it makes me think and say, okay, um, there's something going on here where we need to be careful not to be the person in any household or workplace at that to continuously... Create strife and stress and anxiety within a household it is very displeasing to God clearly all right and then I'm just going to jump down to verse 28 um and it says let me see real quick yes you shall have enough goat's milk for your food for the food of your household and the nourishment of your maidservants when I looked down at my study notes um it says that basically you will have enough food. It's almost like a restoration verse. So a verse of provision and something that provides and someone that provides and it says these verses affirm diligence and describe its practical rewards. The model is that of the farmer who cares for his flocks and hurts. If he diligently cares for them in time, they will care for him. All right. So kind of like that, what goes around comes around or you reap what you sow kind of thing. Um, And it just comes back to you. So um, I look at it like the more that you take care of yourself in Christ, um, that you constantly even seek the time to spend with him, to just read his word or to commune with him, to just be silent. And even through prayer, just try to listen to that still small voice in your spirit, in your heart. That's leading you to do something. um, It'll take care of you. He sees you seeking. He sees you wanting. He sees you yearning for his instruction. For his direction. To help you along your way. And he will surely deliver. He will deliver to you. Um, And just to share with you. Like most recently. You know. One of my biggest prayers that I suggest. Everyone kind of start asking for. is Start asking the Lord to reveal to you. What he wants you to know. And a lot of time for me personally and praying that he's revealed a lot of stuff to me about me, things I need to do, things I need to stop doing, or, um, you know, certain mindsets or certain ways I need to try harder to maybe break away from something that I've made a, a bad habit. Um, and when I ask for him to reveal something to me, he likes to speak to me, um, through several ways, uh, obviously through scripture, um, sometimes I'll get a good word from um, a television teacher. And I'll read some scripture and then I'll get confirmation from the person on television. Or sometimes I'll be listening to the Christian radio station. And there'll be a preacher preaching a sermon. It's like, oh my goodness, I was just thinking about that topic. And so then that's confirmation. And then other times the Lord will give me dreams often enough where, I don't know. He just is so funny because he doesn't make the dreams... Obvious that often he just he'll do something and then I I and I remember I always remember how I felt in the dream like if it bothered me or took me back or shocked me or scared me or whatever and I'm like well why the heck you know what that doesn't even make sense and I'll say stuff like that in my like in the dream and then I'll wake up and I'll be like oh, okay like I I'll know it like it's like he knows I'm wise enough to figure it out so he doesn't like to keep it simple and I don't understand that. But I still figure it out through the discernment of the Holy Spirit. You just have to keep, you know, please reveal to me what that dream was. And um, the emotions that I feel sometimes are very um, interesting and real. So if you just ask the Lord to reveal to you what he needs you to know, that most certainly will help you stay on path and on track with him. And he will let you know if you've fallen too far behind his steps that he's ordered for you. If you are too far ahead of his steps and sometimes you're just here to speak to your heart, you're too far ahead. You're too far behind. And sometimes, you know, you haven't quite obeyed and done what he's told you to do in your heart, but you're thinking, oh, well, you know, his mercy is okay. You know, I'll get around to it. Okay, well, how many times in Proverbs, says he said, he doesn't care, not care for, he does not honor the laziness of man. So if you're one of those people that always say you'll get around to it, you'll get around to it, you'll get around to it, and you know it's something the Lord has put on your your plate for you to do, even if it's something personal and simple like um, create a routine to keep your house clean or tidy or something like that. And you can say, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then days go by, then weeks go by, and months go by, and you still haven't done it. He is going to bring it up to you. Because um, you are not practicing sin by not being obedient. So um, you are not following his instructions. So you've fallen behind. And sometimes, he'll, like for me, he said, okay, well, you got X amount of days. to, Or you need to deal with these three things or with these two things. Like he'll tell you what you need to deal with. Or he'll show you what you need to deal with. And he'll show you what's attacking you, what spirits are are messing with you and bothering you that you need to break free from but you can only do it with his assistance man all right with the assistance of the holy spirit and believing in um the lord and savior jesus christ and accepting his salvation all right guys well that's all that i have today it might not have seem so powerful and interesting today as maybe some of the other um uh, tangent <laughs> reviews i've done with some of the the, the past previous chapters but I'm just going to say, you know, keep the faith, uh, stay strong, um, go to the Lord in all of your downturns or down moments, sad moments, confusing moments, tough moments, turn to the Lord in prayer and ask for him to help you. He will. All right, guys. Love you so much. And I will see you and talk to you guys later on the next podcast video. All right. Bye.